What's up, everybody? This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this is your girl, Mella G. With special guest, Karina Marie. Hey! hey. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Y'all living good? How you, well, we're going to go ahead and start this How You Living part off with our guests. Yeah. How are you living? I am living well. We um, just moved this weekend, so I'm a little sleep deprived, too. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Moving. Oops. Yes. It's always fun. Yeah. It's it crazy. always the best. Not. No. Not. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't ever want to move. <laughs> ever again. I feel you. I feel you. I hate moving. I'm dreaming of day. No way. Nah, I was finna just. I told my wife when we when we buy our house, I'm just tell people to come get free stuff. <laughs> no, no, start everything. Start all <laughs> over all again. Over. It's like, hey, come to the house, everybody, and come get free stuff. Just let me know when that <laughs> happens. I'll be there. It just takes so much. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Man, I I dream of the day when I can hire some. That, that'll be my that's my dream see i just can't i can't hire movers just because i'm one of those consumers like if i'm paying you to do something you better do it well and it, there better be no errors if i see one scratch i'm gonna be upset mm. i paid you to do this but see at least when me and my husband and my friends move i'm, I'm still a little upset but there's still a lot of grace you know yeah like, yeah, like, yeah it's okay it's okay yeah. you know plus you know where they live exactly <laughs> But it's like, I don't know, I feel like when you hire somebody to do something, you just have a different standard. Like, bruh, yeah. what you get paid for? Right. You know? Yeah. I paid you not to scratch this stuff. Exactly. And you know I paid I mean? you to be efficient. I thought you was professional. Why you walking so slow? Why your professionalism <laughs> low? <laughs> you out here oh, trying man. to soak up these minutes? I know. Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You ain't finna get these nickels off me because you need to put some pep in that step. I'm with you. I'm with you. Exactly. I'm totally with you. Guys. That's how I feel too. Mm. So, yeah, I used to work for United Van Lines back in the day. What's up, everybody? Professional movers. Yeah, people. I met people like you, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, and I can't help it. I just can't help it. I just that's just the way I am. Yeah. I try my best. I try my best to be like okay, okay. But I I feel like I just when when you say this is what you do and this is what you do well and this is what you do professionally mm. my expectation is like okay you set the bar and i'm just holding you accountable right mm. that's real so uh note everybody if you do stuff do it good because if i'm paying you i expect excellence exactly she expect excellence yes. we expect excellence yes i'm playing no games especially getting my money exactly <laughs> <laughs> Is that in my hard earned dollars? You better do it right. Oh boy. But yeah, Stephen Neal. Not you yet. We going to Miller. You set me up. You set me up. To be unsure. Listen, I was gonna be like, so how you living? Nah, how you living, Miller? I am sleep deprived as well. Gee, Christ! Everybody running. It's just been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend. I feel you. But um, no, I'm excited. Our show has been. Accepted on the yeah, network. Cash rule everything. So around now me. we're just waiting on funding options. But in the meantime, we have launched our merch store. Yes, yes, and yes. We've gotten sixteen sales so far. Okay. Mm. So right. hopefully that money that we make with the the merch store plus the funding that we will possibly receive that we will receive. I'm gonna say possibly because gonna get we're it. gonna get it. 
um, would help us finish the production of the series so that we can put the whole series, the whole season on the network. So I'm really excited about that because that's something I, like I said many times before, is my passion. I want to do that full time. Yes. Just being a film director, being in just the, the film industry in that light. So this is kind of like that open door mm. um, so that I'm able to do this project and then start on my own projects that I've been working on as well. So I'm excited to see where this goes with uh, my partner as well as just the shows that I've already written and I'm going to be able to produce yeah. from the residual money that will be coming in from this show. So I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody recognize this greatness in here. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you're going to miss out on something good. <laughs> Steven here what it is alright well this weekend full for me as well just my Saturday alone helped move some more water to Flint oh yeah or we got it to the plant that we're at that actually uh, wrapped the pallets at and yeah. we ended up creating four pallets wow. Wow. four pallets and yeah. our goal was three right come mm -hmm. on now and we actually have four physical pallets of water with the don and then the donations on top of that wow so we sh overshot our goal so that's a uh, tremendous so yeah i just had to help get uh chris Dorellis's where um water in his apartment i had to get it to the to where we were loading it at Mm -hmm. And then I had a Bible study. Come on. Um, Come on. Help a young man get to Christ. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Thomas, who got baptized yeah. today. Yeah, going woo, to get woo, your woo, body woo. wet for yeah. Jesus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, he got baptized today. And uh, so that was great. But then, right after that study that led to his baptism today, um, had a farewell cookout for some good friends yeah Brian and Christy Anderson the Anderson yes at East Cobb Park so, yeah um, so yeah just a lot of running around my gas tank is reflective of my activity this <laughs> I'm down to a quarter tank from a fill up on Friday right so lots of running around and such so uh, last but not least what you got going on Darius, Darius J. J absolutely nothing no <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I mean, well, I ain't do a lot this weekend. I had, well, I did. I, I always say I don't do a lot, but it, it did a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, first of all, started off by cleaning up our whole house, which we haven't done in a long time because we be gone a lot. So, you know, we did that. Then... Your birthday was this past That's week. Right. Oh, yeah. The trifecta is yeah, complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, my birthday, birthdays are done. I, forgot, I totally forget my birthday all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 35 now. 35 and 35. You're qualified now. Yes. No turning back. <laughs> you ain't no young Turk anymore. Yeah, exactly. I ain't no young Thundercat right now. I'm exactly. an old man. Not by <laughs> anybody's so, measure. Try me out here in the street. <laughs> I body slam you. Okay. So, you know what I mean? But, yeah, <laughs> celebrating my birthday this week and stuff like that, you know. I uh, try to keep it low-key because, uh, simple fact, we got a lot of stuff going on in the month of August where we uh, going out of town and all that stuff like that. And um, I got to witness uh, my brother-in-law get baptized today. Yes! Uh, come on, baptism. AJ Cyrus, Yvonne, baby brother. Aww. You know what I mean? Got baptized before he go off on his adventure to Orlando, Florida, to Full Sail. 
albums wow. where he gonna Come be on, doing his film thing. Yes. You know what I mean? So we happy for him, glad for him. We knew it was coming. You know what I mean? His mom been really praying for that to happen, and just to see it happen was a good thing. So yeah. Shout out to Northview. Appreciate you taking hey. care of my little brother-in-law, man. Uh, but that's it. You know what I mean? Uh, whoa, celebrated um, uh, Kiana's uh, Stephen's girlfriend birthday uh, Saturday oh, too. Oh yeah. So did that and um. Belton, Stephen Belton. Stephen Belton. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put me on Come get him, Brent. Stephen Belton. <laughs> not Patterson. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I man. I got to put last names Stephen on stuff, Because <laughs> someone will get cut. There yeah, is. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> who is, who, who, is, who, is, who is Kiana? Who is Kiana, Stephen? She is from the murder mitten, so you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, my bad. Not <laughs> Patterson Belton, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and all that, so, you know. Okay. Tried to get some rest, failed. So, um, I'm here today, sleep deprived and all that good stuff. And uh, <laughs> we're going to continue this uh, show. Um, who's our um, conductor today? I am. Oh, still, as usual. I'm all right. Yes. All right, so um, just to get into the conversation, um, what I've been really grateful for, there's been an inspiration in media these days, are these African-American women doing their thing. Come on, woman power. Doing their thing. It's been a slew of women empowerment like for the past month, I feel like. On our show, we've been talking and highlighting just, even just kids, like yeah. black teenagers, black you know, um, young people who are actually out there pursuing their passions and their careers and right. being the first like, there's a lot of firsts that I'm really excited about and inspired mm. by. Because I aspire to be a first someday. Or, you know, yeah. One day. Yeah, one you're going to be days. a first. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, Corey Bostick, she's uh, deemed the first female band major at BAM U. Yes. Yeah. And she did hail from what? South DeKalb. South, South DeKalb. DeKalb. She went to Southwest DeKalb High School. Yeah. I attended that high school as well. And I know that band is not a game. Over there. Mm. It really is not. It That's is a tradition over there. It's a tradition. <laughs> so I, was she a yeah. drum major? And I assume so. I, I don't know because you know it's many years after. But I do know that um, when I was at Southwest Cab, there were girl band majors oh, like wow. you know before even back then yeah but to make it to fam you and right. be even more yeah you know because we're basically a feeder school for fam you wow so so this is major this is this is huge i'm surprised it took this long yeah to be honest well i don't know how could you be surprised because like i said we had them at our school like you know I mean, I just I feel like the things that your school is doing are probably outside the norm because when you see drum majors yeah, in colleges, it's usually males. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I guess I mean I feel like they're just jumping on the wave of just women empowerment and yeah. like highlighting you know our our wonderful, beautiful, excellent people. Mm-hmm. So it's like let me go ahead and switch up this norm and fo- and then start a trend. Who knows that this might be you know go you know across the whole HBCU. Network like yeah. then they'll probably start letting other you know female drum majors onto you know their their band uh, in other HBCUs and and plus I always heard like you know 
being in band a little bit, like ninth grade or whatever, I kind of got a peek into that world. And band majors, you usually want them to be tall. Mm. So you can see them on the field. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that could, you know, just physically be in the way or whatever. But mm. no, nah, I mean, if you dance good, you yeah. dance good. I yeah, mean, yeah. there's I'm no... Say, if you can drive right. the crowd, you, you know, no excuse for hype, You should be able to do it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I'm proud. A proud South DeCabra right now. <laughs> um, oh, Corey Bostick, do your thing. Come on, you girl. Know, we talked about Tiffany Green last week mm-hmm. being the first woman to call a college football game on ESPN. Right. Yeah. Um, that's coming this fall. So mm-hmm. now we got Corey Bostic on the field. Come on, Corey Bostic. Come on. Come on, Corey. So, yes. So in the, in the realm of just continuing to highlight, you know, black excellence, this should be like a segment now, black yeah, excellence. Black, you know black what? I like that. Okay. R, circle that, trademark, T-M. You know what I mean? We don't play no games right here. Y'all ain't gonna steal from us. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it. That makes it all right. It makes it. We don't have to pay nothing. It actually does. Do it. Yes. yes. So, Timestamp. Right. Timestamp. Five twenty-one and thirty right. seconds. Steal from us. If we see it somewhere else. Yes. I want my money. Like the coupon, Carl. We still want our money. Yes. Um, yeah. We still want it. That, we we coined it. First people to put that out. Ron there. Jones gave yes. it to us. My brother. <laughs> and I want check out Chad, too, in case somebody, exactly. in case somebody use that, that as well. That should be used as well. Check out Chad. I think they got the message on that, and they haven't been using it. That's what Right. That's you know what it was. That's, that's what, what it was. Is. That's, that's, that's what it is. They didn't want to get People out there using up under their breath because they know They better know. They better know. This is podcast go. But we have Darius Simmons, uh, oh, piano I'm about to say, player. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't play piano. No, by it's com- <laughs> Cummings. Cummings is your last name. Yes, you, uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Darius Simmons, uh, African American male, playing the piano with four fingers and no foot and no feet, prosthetic mm. legs. Wow. Yo, but if you ever see him like play, like I do, it's hard enough to play like this, like. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I tried I to learn the piano, and I was just like, I can't do this. You hit me with this ruler, it hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, you had that type of teacher. Yeah, I had okay. that type of teacher. Like, pow, I was like, come on, bitch, Rosalind. I can't do this no more now. Tell, him, tell my mama. That's why my mama quit, because her piano teacher kept popping her fingers. But no, I I agree because like I play the piano. I've been playing the piano for 20 years now. Yeah. And when I when I saw that video, the first time I was like, Whoa. Whoa! With four fingers, yeah. like it was melodic. And really, one like, is not a finger; he uses his thumb. thumb. Yeah, and I was just like, yo. Wow. And, but like, he just like his mom said; he was just determined. He said he was gonna learn. You know and that's what, I, mean? what I love. I love when people don't allow their disabilities to yes. hinder them from actually doing something. And, and that's been happening a lot of times. I remember the guy who played the guitar with his feet. Yeah. Oh. I just inspired by people like that who Absolutely. just cut continues to kind of like break the mold of like this is my disability and so I'm not able. Now I feel like with them it's just like I have this disability but it doesn't define me. This is the things I wanna do, so I'm gonna find a way to get it done. Right. So I, I'm really inspired by this. Yes. Cause it's like it's already so many things in this world that try to say tell you it I think and I have read this in um, on the internet. It may not be true, you know what I mean. But we hear no more often than we hear yes. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. like as kids, we 
hear no more than yes from my parents. Like mm-hmm. they'll tell us what more what we can't do and not enough of what we can That's do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we automatically have boundaries set in place to actually keep us from reaching our full potential mm-hmm. as adults because as the more we hear no, the more our imagination dies, the more mm-hmm. our drive die, dies to do things that we are really possible, but you know, the more we hear no, it kind of just put those walls up around us and keep us confined and keep us from growing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To keep us from saying, let me explore outside of this box and become more than just this box that my parents or my friends or my coworkers or mm-hmm. whatever put me in. Because most of the time, people, when you say, this is what I want to do, they'll say, that's crazy, that's stupid, you're going to fail, what is your plan? Or most of the time, they'll ask you, what is your plan, just to tell you how stupid that is. And you be like, okay, oh, well, why did you ask? Because right. if all you were going to do is just put down what I was saying, and I gave you my full plan, you just heard my plan just to give me a no, mm-hmm. why? You know yeah. what I mean? But just to know that he had parents that just said, you know what? I'm going to be behind you no matter what you want to do. I'm not going to tell you you can't do this, right? but I will be behind you and support you yeah. to make sure you can do this. Right. And that's like the beauty of it all. Like When you have parents like that to get behind their kids, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I love to see it because it's just like that let me know that they are totally invested in that child's mm-hmm. happiness, not just trying to find happiness through that child, but allowing that child to find their own happiness. Yeah, and absolutely. So, you know... Big up to you, Darius, man. Big up to your mom. Everybody that's behind you, supporting you. Conversate is behind you. We love you. I read that in a book somewhere, too. Um, I've been reading, like, a lot of, like, self-empowerment books. Mm -hmm. And one of the books that I read, it was talking about the difference between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Yeah. And they said that our conscious mind isn't fully developed until the end of puberty. Mm -hmm. But we were born with our subconscious mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the things... being a mom, so I'm a mom, I have a one-year-old, I feel like it changed everything of how I looked at life, because I feel like I operated life one way, but then after I had a kid, it's not just about me and what I want to do, it's about the example that I want to set. Right. So I started just like reading to gain like more wisdom, mm. you know, and I wanted to have knowledge from everyone, you know, like every walk of life, not just, you know, what I believe in. Right. Yeah. You know, so... In this book, in this particular book, you know, it had like a lot of like bio, you know, like biology and psychology facts about like we were born fully developed with our subconscious. Our conscious mind is the one that's super analytical and our subconscious mind is just the one that observes and believes. Yeah. Mm. So they were like as kids, you know, we get most of our information from one, our parents or two, the things that we saw. Yeah. And we never challenged it. We just saw it and believed it. You know, yeah. and they were like saying that you grow up into you grow up to be these individuals that have certain issues because you witness certain things all the time. Yeah. Like, for example, like even like with kids who grow up in like domestic abuse, right. they don't mm-hmm. understand how wrong it is because they never questioned it because that's all they saw. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was so interesting. Like this book had made me question like, oh, I wonder like what is in my subconscious, what is in my conscious? Because um, they said that your conscious mind is like the the mind that analyzes you know the mind that like asks questions the mind that's like well is that really true you know yeah but if you grew like the first like 13 years of your life you didn't have that fully developed you just accepted a lot of things right and some of the examples that she put in her book was like being artist is not a real job 
your parents told you that. Yep. But yeah. is it true? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not. Because you see plenty of people broke. that <laughs> do this stuff <laughs> and get yeah. paid and live a, a fulfilled life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the examples she gave. It's like, you know, your parents don't know any better. They're just sharing information yep. that they were shared. Yeah. Yep. And she said, like, one example, another example she gave in the book is like, don't quit your job unless you have another one lined up, mm-hmm. you know? And she said, there's wisdom to that. Yeah. But that's not always the case. Yeah. You know, and she was like saying like, but some things we operate in life on cruise control because we don't question it because we automatically believed it was a fact. Yep. Mm. You know, and, Come she, on. and yeah. she was so, she was so interesting because she was just like, you know, there were so many things that she grew up with. And then when she became an adult, she just couldn't figure out who she was. Right. Because mm. it was filled with so many of everybody else's information. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, so I definitely agree with what you said about his mom. Like, just to be the type of mom to be like, you can do whatever you want to do. Exactly. Because most moms would be like, you only got eight fingers. Right. Exactly. You know, like, you got to do something else. Yeah. And it's like a protection thing. It's like, and it's not necessarily anything that they're trying to empower their kid to do. It's like, if I were in that situation, what would I do type of thing? And kind of like put that on your child. It's like, well, if I have four fingers, I'm just like, well, let me just kind of be behind a desk, you know, office desk or something. Yeah. And peck at the keys. Try to just try to shield yourself from the world. Exactly. Absolutely. Because. Play it safe. Yeah. Because even though, you know what I mean? Just like you were saying, like, even though, like, why our parents teach us they only teach us their they teach us from their limitations right you know what i mean they don't teach us like okay believe do this you can do anything you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because so, most parents will say you can be anything you want in these guidelines mm-hmm. you know within, what i'm saying you know. within this border you could be anything yeah but sometimes like most parents don't know because they that's what they've been taught they only carry generational things with them they so i'm gonna teach my kid like this because just like People like told me like work hard and you should be happy, but you know what I'm saying if I work hard at something that I don't like, it's not gonna make you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No. It's just gonna make you tired. You know what I'm saying? And ready to quit things that you know could sustain you, but it also calls you to quit on your dreams as a whole because you people like, hey, I'm still trying to figure out who I am. Because all you've been do- doing was turned around. Once you follow a path and think, this is who I want to be, somebody say, this ain't what you're supposed to be. You turn around. You know what I mean? So you end up traveling the maze of your mind to actually try to get back to yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, parents, watch your mouth when you come <laughs> to your kids. You know what I mean? Because your example, your words do mark them for the rest of their lives. And then even just to the, the kids, you know, like, you know, fight to to see a different perspective. Fight mm-hmm. to you know get it, read a book. You know, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, and don't like make it an excuse. Well, this is what my mom taught me, so this is all I know. This is not what you. It's not everything you could know. You right. know, if you would open up a book or you would get advice or you know get invested or get a mentor or somebody to help you along to help you see a different perspective of life because there's it's more to it. Because I feel like there's a lot of times where it can lead to depression, it can lead to, you know, suicide, it can lead to all these different factors because people are trying to find themselves, you know, um, based, I mean, kind of segueing from what they were always told from different people growing up in their lives, so it's like, I feel like I 
I can attest to that. Like there was right. so many different things that I was told that I couldn't do, and there was different things that I told that I I could do. But then I feel like I was always vying for like their attention, or like, well, it always seemed like I wasn't doing enough, so I would overcompensate to try to appease people. Right. And mm-hmm. later on in life, it didn't work out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like now I'm like, okay, well I can't please everybody, and that's okay. Right. You know, that's what I'm learning now. So it's like. But that took me getting open with people, even Karina, you know, being open with her, being open with other people in my life, like, helped me see different perspectives. And I'm like, wow, like, I can actually be something else. I don't have yep. to be the person that I was, I grew up around, like, the people, well, the, the opinions people said or, like, uh, the ideas that they've given me because of, based on their experiences, like Karina said, they, that's all they know. And I, but I look at my mom's past and I look at my dad's past like, wow, you know, like this right. is the environments that they didn't choose to be in. But I look at them now and it's like they're not a product of their environment yeah. because they chose to, yeah. you know, go out there and seek other information, other perspectives right. to help them become the person that they are today. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, but as you were saying that, I was just thinking it's been kind of like, a, like you said, a common theme on our show about young people just finding their greatness, finding their lane to start to get into as they build this generation. Right. And I just think of just previous generations, like uh, what opportunities they may have been afforded Mm. in order to achieve that next generation of greatness. It's just that I feel like in this age, we really take for granted the two-way relationship you have to have with each generation. Yeah. It's not just the younger generation coming into their greatness, but the older generation encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. that's true and I feel like on both sides of it um, we just kind of fall into cruise control uh, yeah. you know what I mean like as far as, because you know of technology of advantages that we have mm-hmm. and what have you you know we just I guess as an older generation they're just like well there's so much either they're so much smarter than us they have all this stuff or they have it too easy mm-hmm. yeah. or Absolutely. And right. then as a younger generation, we're just like, well, um, we know we know a little bit more than we do. Yeah. Or it's just like we just feel like, like you said, that trap of trying to appease yeah. your elders yeah. rather than make them proud. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. You know, you're just trying to kind of operate out of your previous generation's knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you really have to find it out there for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So. And I think like with um, bridging the gap with the generations, I think that there just has to be mutual respect. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like in both in both categories of the elders and the youngers, there's a lack of respect, you know, within both of them. Like the elders think we know nothing, you know, and we think we know everything, yeah. right. you know. So it's just mm. one of those things where it's just like understanding that there is, there is knowledge where, where there is experience. But there's also knowledge when there is experience that you've never experienced before. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's just knowledge like, in the unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. So that's like all the things that we're talking about. I mean, that's just like some of the things. Most of the things that our generations and the generations after us are gonna suffer with because, like, even like I heard my grandparents. I heard friends of older people just I feel like a lot of old people just kind of like just say lying in the sand you didn't grow up on this side so you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you'll never be in the thing you be like you got it too easy yeah. Look, you got all the information on your cell phone and y'all still dummies 
Uh, okay, you know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, we have to bridge the gap because it's like old people, they know how to work hard. But we also know how to grind using our personalities. We know how to work smart. We know how to work smart, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we know how to do certain things that afford it. But if we learn how to bridge that gap between yeah. the two and say, okay, let me take some of this good old-fashioned gumption and put it with some of my finesse. Mm. You know what I mean? And <laughs> make it pop. You know what right. I mean? So, Because I feel like we are a generation of finesse. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We know how to we know how to segue into the things that we want to do with people. But like, man, that's stupid, but I'm still living. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Absolutely. I'm yeah. still out here providing for my family. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Because just like I watched my grandparents do jobs they didn't necessarily like. And I knew my grandma had dreams of other things. I heard mm. her speak of the dreams she had. Mm. But because... Nobody ever told her she could do it. She didn't do it. Yeah. So yeah. she ended up working hard all the days of her life, taking care of her kids, not even being able to touch her dream. And, you know, some people are like, well, as long as I got my kids, ha- my kids are happy, I'm happy. But why not just show your kids a, a happiness? You know what right. I'm saying? Show them that, that ha- you achieve happiness so they can achieve happiness. Mm-hmm. You have to be that example because it's like telling the kid they can be happy and not showing the kid how to be happy is kind of like just not saying nothing at all because yeah. if mm-hmm. you're preaching to me and not showing me, right. you, that means you ain't practicing what you're preaching. It's you like know a what I mean? do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Right. And how, how often does that work? <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> not too often. Exactly. So we have to be examples across the board you know what i mean because telling people to get out just like i said before telling me how to do something and i can do something not showing me how to do it it don't help me know how to do it that just means you finna afford me a lot of mistakes and i may get to that goal and i may not Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it will work better if somebody at least gave me a roadmap blueprint anything what have you you know what i mean because this generation believe it or not we up next, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the generation behind us, they mm-hmm. up next. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So it's up to us to teach them and show us. Just like being a community, like just like Mella, you know about film, you good at blogging, you know what I'm saying? All y'all have noteworthy things that can show other kids that, hey, you could be great too doing things mm-hmm. that you truly love. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You don't have to just say, I'm a clock in somebody clock all the time and I'm gonna just achieve my happiness just by making some money. Because honestly, money don't really make you happy. But mm-hmm. being fulfilled, doing the things you want to do, because yep. it's like this right here, this is part of my happiness right yeah, here. Yeah. I go to work, but this right here, something I wanted to do all along. And I didn't know I wanted to do it until I actually just started doing it. And I was just like, man, this is pretty cool. I feel, I feel like I always saw this for myself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And now that I'm doing it, I feel like I'm living part of my dream. And mm-hmm. I hope this is only get better. And I hope that right. everybody here that has talents, that they only get better at the things they want to do. Exactly. And you guys out there, I hope y'all continue to... I know y'all can't see my hands on the loud recording, but I'm pointing to you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? You guys right there. Yeah, yeah you guys out there <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, man. And I think that's also a, a big difference of our generation versus theirs is like our grandparents did work hard. Yeah. They worked hard and they worked till the end, you know? And yeah. it's like they live to work. But our generation, we are looking to secure a good life. Yeah. You know? We're like, look, we work to live. We don't live to work. Right. You know? Come on. And our generation is all about that. You know, our generation is about quality of life. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I think sometimes that that's missed. 
on the previous generation because mm-hmm. they had to work so hard. Yep. And it's not that we had it so easy. It's just the fact that you guys paved the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we're responding. Yeah. Yep. See how we give respect back to yeah. you people, Respect. We love the way y'all <laughs> grind for us. But right. we just took it and, we, you know, add a little bit of sauce on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know and I, I think about just the dynamics between me and my mom, and I'm pretty sure she wouldn't mind me sharing this, is, you know, like, you know, when I was growing up in her household, like, she was devoted to the church. I mean, yeah. you know, that's where she lived pretty right, much the right, time. Right. So we missed out on a lot of family time because she was working, you know, working a real job, then getting off, you know, work, going to church, working late, and then we're in bed by a certain time because we're in school. We got to wake up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning to catch right. the bus. You know, that's when I was in high school and middle school and stuff like that. But I think when we look back on that and we have conversations now, it's like, you know, she realizes that she missed a lot of key moments in our lives and she could have been there for us in better ways, you right. know, looking back. So instead of, like, dwelling on the past and, like, well, that's what's that, it's like now she's being more proactive and making sure that she's invested in our lives now. Mm. So, like, that's why she comes and takes trips down here to Atlanta, go, you know, down to my grandma where she stays. And she's right. in North Carolina now. But, you know, she, she understands the importance of family, which is why, you know, like, even just the past conversations that we've been having, she's, she became an independent consultant of paparazzi. Right. And she, but we were talking about it, and I was asking her, well, what, did, what you know, what was her, why did she make this decision? Like, what was kind of, like, the, th- the factors leading up to that decision? She was like, I'm just watching you as my daughter going out there taking risks and doing things and like it doesn't like even when you fail like it doesn't stop you You keep pushing until you find something that's Come gonna on, work and so she was like well <laughs> you, only, you only got one life to live yeah. so why not you know why you not know. try to make something for herself yeah. so now she has her own business she's working part-time but she's trying to make this this paparazzi thing like her full-time thing right but it was inspired by our relationship and just her seeing things in my life and those are things that i didn't you know have growing up but i'm appreciative of now so it's not like well back then you didn't do this it's like that doesn't that doesn't matter that's what that was then this is now and so i just feel like i love that dynamic that she was uh, able to see what she did or what she didn't do and try to change as a result of that and 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 i'm really appreciative of that it's for sure. Yeah, man. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up, man. Come on. That was a lot of juicy nuggets. <laughs> and all for nuggets. one topic. That's kind of what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> we Pretty take much. a topic and we start just dropping juice <laughs> to the game on that. You and, know what I mean? So. And uh, just, I just know my background with my parents, like two entrepreneurs at one time. Right. So I just saw my parents go out there and get it for themselves. Like my dad would have never made it in corporate America. He mm-hmm. says that all the time. <laughs> you know, he just couldn't punch a clock. He just can't do it. Yeah. Um, so he's been a plumber since 1980 wow. for himself. Wow. Come on. Um, Go ahead. So uh, that's what he went out and got for our family. And then my mom stayed at home to take care of us. Mm-hmm. But then when we needed money, she started businesses. Um, and then, you know, she would work a, a little nine to five just to make the ends meet. Yeah. But she was entrepreneurial minded too, you know. Uh, so in a way, I saw my parents have to go out there and get it. And yeah. it kind of deterred me from it. I was just kind of like, I'm just going to stay in this, put my blinders on, yeah. do the college thing. 
and, and, and do it that way. Right. You know, they got their degrees, but they ended up just starting their own businesses yeah. and stuff. But now as I get older, I kind of more value just that having that extra source of income and then just doing, you know, following your dreams. Right. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. I love yeah. my nine to five now, but I know like five years around the corner, I want to get into other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You know? So that's just my perspective. On it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Speaking of people owning their own stuff, we have Karina Marie here. So you want to tell the viewers about, a little bit about yourself, what you do and, Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, so my name is Karina Marie, and I have my own blog. Um, I call it Glam Squad 210, um, glam Um I started my blog in 2012, before like blogging was a real big thing. Um, and then it was one of those things where I was like consistent with it for a little while, and then I let it go. Mm. And then I was consistent with it again for a little while, and then let it go. And then I had like a two-year gap. And then I relaunched it again this year mm, just mm. because I wanted to be writing. Uh, being a writer is something I've always wanted to do. It was always my passion. You're good at it, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank Very. you. Yeah. I read all your blogs. Oh, thank you, Miller. <laughs> but yes, and it's funny because, you know, actually our relationship was one of the reasons why I kind of started it because like when earlier on in our like early christian days like mm. i always saw you as a little sister <laughs> but i felt like everybody needed like a big sister yeah. or somebody that would help them um a little bit about my background is my mom passed away when i was 15 and i felt like i had to maneuver those tough years mm. without um without like someone pouring into me someone teaching me like oh this is how you do this or yeah. this is how you do this that's where like my love of makeup started because right. I had to teach myself yeah like I wasn't the girl that's like oh this is like you know your mom generally teaches you how to do makeup you know back in the day before YouTube but I moms out here schooling kids yeah right. so you know it's funny because it's like I started like on my own trying to learn making lots of mistakes but, you know, I just, like, learned to, like, be a girl, yeah. like, in a crucial time. So with Glam Squad 210, I wanted to create a community of women who could all help each other. Mm -hmm. G-L-A-M is an acronym for God Loves All Masterpieces. Mm -hmm. And 210 is from Ephesians 210, where that scripture comes from. And I just wanted people to remember that, like, you know, that we are God's masterpieces. Um, when I was in therapy, I, I was battling a lot with like my mom's loss and continuous depression mm -hmm. and s insecurity, and it was really hard for me. And I remember one time my therapist had asked me like, you know, you're a writer, you know, what do you think about like, you know, if you write a masterpiece? Mm -hmm. I was like, I would feel great. I would feel like amazing. She's like, great. Imagine you giving it to your best friend, and your best friend was like, oh, this is trash. How do you feel about that? And I was like, oh my gosh, I think that would hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure I would be super upset. Exactly. And she was like, well, in Ephesians 2.10, God calls you all his masterpieces. Right. Yeah. How do you feel when you constantly criticize what he created? How do you think it makes him feel? Mm. Wow. And I remember that kind of like resonated with me and it helped me be, have more grace with myself. And it also made me build the conviction that God makes no mistakes in how he created me. Yeah. And I remember that like, I hold on to that even today because I wasn't healed overnight and I'm still not healed. I'm healing, mm. you know, and 
holding on to that scripture gives me hope like God makes no mistakes and he is so proud of me and how he created me so with that and with learning that because I'm because I'm a big advocate for therapy and I'm a big advocate for getting help I was like I wanted to share this knowledge I want to share this type of environment because it's not talked about often like behavioral health issues or emotions or just tough times you know so glam squad 210 I added the squad because I wanted to create a large squad of women who could just talk about real stuff and even if y'all aren't talking about it at least I can talk about it with you guys and you understand like you're not alone you know in hardships you're not alone in depression you're not alone with insecurities this stuff is real and it happens every day especially to the people who look like they have it all together yeah oh man that was a good speech that was good Come on with it, man. Oh, yeah, because I even remember, like, you know, just kind of like when I first became a disciple, and you kind of took me under your wing, mm-hmm. and you taught me a lot. Like, you taught me a lot about womanhood, for sure, because that's something I, I lacked, you know, growing mm-hmm. up. Like, my mom wasn't in a position to, you know, teach me those things that you taught me, mm-hmm. because she wasn't taught that as well. So it was just really, it felt really good to just have somebody that was, like, literally like, hey... I see you. You need help in this area. You know, let me do that for you. And I learned so much, you know, from those those moments and those sleepovers, mm-hmm. those talks, like everything. So definitely, I, you know, I'm just inspired by you just as a person and just how you just seek to inspire others with the things that you've been through. Like, you know, losing your mom, I don't even know what that would even feel like. But the fact that you're, it's almost like with Russell, like last week, yeah. he's just like, he had an experience and he's making it a positive where it's like, hey, listen, like I'm going through this. I'm currently going through this. I'm healing. It's a process, but like you're not alone. Like, right. and I'm going to seek to give back you know, right. in that way. And that's, that's what's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with Glam Squad 210, I also have my own makeup business. I'm a freelance makeup artist. Yeah, she's good too, y'all. Yes, yes. Bomb. No lie. Trust me, I don't lie to people. Yes, yeah. She's amazing. She's done my makeup a few times. I don't do makeup, but if I need to make up, you know what I mean? Wow, okay. You know what I mean? So, you know, if I ever be a movie star or something like that, like, don't, no, I don't need no eyelashes and nothing like that. Just need my 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 chocolateness to be smooth. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But um. Uh, I was going to say, the new project, though, I don't own this, but the new project that I have been um, working on is I'm a brand ambassador for Wanzies. Okay. Wanzies. Wanzies. You guys, I love this stuff so much. Wanzie is um, a convertible head wrap. Mm. Convertible. Multi-way. You can wear it so many different ways. I was one of those people that I would try to figure out how to wrap a scarf on YouTube, and it just would never go well for me. Mm-hmm. And then I would try to buy the pre-made ones that, you know, you just slip on your head. And my head's too big. So, oh. it, I know, it was so oh. sad. My head was way too big. So, I remember <laughs> yeah, exactly. when I met um, the Wanzi sisters, they're actually two African-American women who are doing their thing. Mm. This is like my, come on. My It was my first encounter in, with entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like, close up like and when I say like I guess like my first encounter it was because like 
I've never seen people start business this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, they literally, um, like, this is their second business that they started, by the way. Mm -hmm. But they literally went in, had an idea, because, like, Patricia, she had similar problems that I had. Mm. Like, she couldn't figure out how to have, she couldn't do the pre-made ones because her head was too big. And she couldn't figure out the YouTube videos. So she was just like, we need, we need an easier way. We need a faster way. Yeah. Nobody has time, especially working people. Yeah. But we also want a way to represent ourselves, you know? Mm. And so she created this prototype. And then, get this, y'all. She created a prototype. She made two. She sent one D to D.C. to get patented. Oh. And then she made two trips, one to Peru and one to China to find a manufacturer. Wow. Wow. That's why I say, like, you know, like, I think sometimes when I see people opening businesses, and there's nothing wrong with opening a business this way, but they start small. Yeah. You know, like, little here, little there. But I saw them take something and completely have full faith and then go all in. Yeah. And then has spent, like, spent the money to get it patented. Wanzi is a patented convertible head wrap. They're ah. the only ones who make it, you know? Wow. They're the only ones who make it. And yeah. if anybody else were to make it, they would sue you. Because Come it's within on their with your rights. money. <laughs> you know? Where's Be official when you do things, guys. It pays off. <laughs> yes, it does. It's just amazing. And then when I actually got to, like, play with it, touch it, put it on, wear it, I was like, this works for me. Mm. And then when I was able to do the shoots with the other girls, we all had different hair. Wow. You know me. I have, like, large but we had someone with short hair. We had someone, you know, with no hair. We right. had, like, you know, it, they were just showing, like, this works for everyone. That's right. You know? you know what I mean? And I was just, I loved it. But well, I think that's, like, the perfect way to start a business. Like, if you could just get it, come off the ground with it, and just put your all into it, mm -hmm. and just watch, you know, it's just like taking a, small, a snowball and just rolling it down here. You got this one little small thing, but if you just let it roll down the hill of snow with it, turns into a big thing and it it helps build up speed the right way because mm -hmm. you can control it Absolutely. you know what i'm saying you have more control over it instead of somebody taking it and saying all right we're just gonna blow it up it actually puts your product in your control mm -hmm. allowing you to touch the people you want to touch putting mm -hmm. it in the markets that you want to touch to be actually represent it the way you want to represent yeah. it Absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. so Absolutely. that's good you know what i mean shout out the onesie I, did I say that right? Wanzi, yeah. Wanzi? Yeah. Okay, Wanzi. I, I did say it right. I don't like mispronounced stuff, even though I do all. But you know, one of the things that they taught me about even starting your own business is that it's just not that hard. I feel like me, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur like Steven. I'm like, look, I'm just, I just want to, I just want to clock in. I want to make my money. I want to go home and not think about nothing. Right, right. You know? But for them, it's like, they just have idea. They see a need and they hop on it. Yeah. And it's like, how many times as individuals do we see a need and not hop on it? Like, oh, All the this time. is so wow. annoying. And there, there needs to be something like this. Somebody oh. created and be like, right. I thought about it. So the first, <laughs> the first business that they opened was called Hold My Luggage. Mm. So let me tell y'all, you, you're going to know what I'm talking about right when I tell y'all what the need was. So have you guys ever traveled out of town or ever went on a cruise, ported in mad early, but your flight wasn't until late? Yep. yep. Yeah. And you're like, Dad, I wish I could go somewhere, but I don't have anywhere to put my bags. Exactly. Right. Mm. Struggle is real. So they created right. this like Uber like Uber like app called Hold My Luggage. And what it does is you request them, they pick up your luggage and you put in the time on where you want it to be curbside at the airport. Oh. Mm. 
Wow. Isn't I'm like, who thinks of stuff like that? Wow. Someone Constance Wanzi. Constance, she already has it. Oh, okay. The, oh. That was their first business. Wow. Man, that's good. That right was there. their first oh. business. I wish I had to know about that. Because I would have used the mess out you. Because that's one thing. That's something I, I know I run into often. Me too. <laughs> me yeah. too. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. when she told me, like, oh, yeah, we have this business. And now we're starting this business. I was oh. like, that is, you guys are so empowering. You guys are so, it was like, it's just not that hard. Yeah. It's just yeah. you have to you have to have an idea and you have to see it through. Right. Mm-hmm. Point taken. Seeing it through. Seeing it through. You got to follow through. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I feel like that's just like something that we always forget about. Like we, like me, I know I'm an idea person. Like I, I sit around and I probably think about a thousand things that could be or should be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I don't follow through. And I know like it's been five times that I've seen things that people use regularly that I actually thought of way beforehand. I was like, I know one thing I thought of like in 99. And it's to see and just to see it come through and I was just like, man, you know what? Even like the sham wild guy. You know what I mean? I thought of that stuff, man. You thought of the sham wild. And even even nanotechnology, I actually had a science project (laughs) that I showed because my teacher, she's still bro, if you're still out there, remember that? You know what I mean? She still has like my drawings of the things that I created to produce nanotechnology. And I actually kind of puts like this how many billion lines of code that you would need to actually operate this and kind of stuff like that. You know what I mean? And um, it was just like a science project, but I used to think of the stuff like this all the time. And I used wow. to be like, hey, you know what I mean? This would be pretty cool. I think this would cure most of everything. I think it'll help with people that suffer with spinal injuries and everything because if you can reattach the nerve, you know what I'm saying, with nanomites, yeah. you know, like you ever seen uh, G.I. Joe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember when they had the nanomites just chew down the buildings? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. You know what I mean? Because I was sitting in the movie theater and I remember when I watched that movie. I said, like, I thought about it. I did that. Mm-hmm. You know wow. what I mean? And then they was like, dang, man, I should have patent that stuff. But, you know, I was young and I ain't think nothing about it. You know what I mean? I was in high school. So I was just like, hey, ain't nobody going to take this serious. more like right. science fiction. It's just right. something mean sitting in the house, thought of something cool, mm-hmm. got me a good A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but, you know, it's just the the things like when, and I even told people about it. And it was like, ah, oh, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Technology. We still on Windows uh, 95, cuz. Yes. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Um, just to know that you can follow through on the things you think yeah. about, you know what I mean? And actually, you don't have to be like, oh, man, I need a million dollars to make this pop. Nah, just start with the money you got in your pocket. If you can only make one, make one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If That's you can amazing. only produce one, produce one. Yeah. If you only start with two mics, start with two mics. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you right. know what I mean? But that's just, you know, just to go to see, show that people just, they can, you can make it happen with mm-hmm. little to nothing. All you need is yourself and some grind. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if you grinding, you're going to make it happen. Trust me. You're going to put two and two together. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And make four. And when you make four, you're going to get some more. <laughs> 
So done. Sign up. <laughs> I'm done. So I saw in uh, your social feed that someone shared a picture from the Bohemian party that you planned. Yeah. How was that experience like uh, when you found out that it was being shared? I I was so surprised because I was like, this party is really going viral. I was it like, was. Ew, I just I just couldn't believe it. Um. But uh, the experience of it going viral was so interesting because I'm like, how are you going to steal this photo? One. Exactly. And not give credit. And not give credit. Right. But then it's just kind of like, it, what was encouraging is like, his caption was, I need friends like this. Exactly. That's just- and I was just like, wow. You do. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I'm about to say, you do. You do. <laughs> but it was just, it was, it was touching, you know, because like it was Tina. Um, it was Tina's, my be- one of my best friends, Tina's thirtieth um, birthday, and um, we spent a year planning that party. You know, mm-hmm. so to think like, oh wow, like people appreciated it. I mean, Tina of course did, but it was just like many, many people appreciated yeah. it. It was so encouraging. And um, it, I, I personally take a lot of time to plan a party because I like to be frugal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said in my blog, because I put, uh, I made a how to because everybody was asking questions on that picture so um one of the things i said this like you know if you're not pressed you're not stressed you know right it's like you can wait you can wait on it you can wait on it to be the price that you want if you give yourself ample enough time to Mm. buy it parties are expensive they are because especially when you're waiting to the last minute because you don't have options you've ran out of time Mm -hmm. so now you have to get with whatever's available versus like mm. That's not what I want to spend on it. So you give right. yourself the time, time in order to give yourself the affordability. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Good, good. That's good stuff, man. Because I'm not like that. My wife can attest <laughs> that. What was I the one? What are the more challenge? What was the one of the more challenging aspects of uh, getting it together? Getting like, um. What you remember? I think um, the challenging aspects more so was I think like like just like like getting certain supplies together like. We got the rugs and the pillows are t- they took the full year because we were going in and out of Goodwill, but actually it was the pallets, the pa- the pallets that we created for the tables. Yeah, oh. uh, it's like finding pallets that were the same size, finding wow. pallets that would stack up, finding pallets that were even, you know. Right. And then pallets are huge. Yeah, yes. pallets yeah. are huge. You can you know, yeah. pallets are huge. Yeah. <laughs> so then figuring out like, oh okay, like we got like fourteen pallets. How are we gonna get it to and from? Yeah, transport. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. how, you know, and then finding them. Like, because pallets are either free or they cost like 2 or $3. Yeah. So finding like, okay, who's selling a pallet and are they quality? And then how are we going to get it? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's not just a one-way transportation. It's like you have to constantly find transportation, one to buy it, one to store it, and then one to bring it to the venue. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think, the most, I think, challenging thing. Um, but I had a really great team. Like we, yeah. like the girls that I planned this with, they were just so on it. It wasn't like one of those things where it's like people were like not doing their part. Yeah. Like everybody was right. collectively doing their part, so it just felt it felt good. Like you know, like mm. to be able to leave something to someone and know that they're gonna do it, so that we could all work on our different projects on our own. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Ooh. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm a be honest, I saw that picture a lot, and I did not know it was Tina until I was talking to Richard. Because <laughs> I was like, man, I think I know that girl. 
You know what I mean? I kept saying it. Every time I saw that picture, I was like, I think I know who that is. And she looked like somebody I know. <laughs> and then me and Richard was having to be talking about it one day. And he was like, hey, you know that picture? I was like, man, I've been seeing that picture everywhere. I thought that was Tina. I said, I knew it was somebody. I didn't want to be wrong because I didn't want to walk up to her and say, hey, I think I saw you on the internet. So I didn't want to be wrong, you know what I mean? But I was just like, man, because that was the first thing I said. It's like, man, I wish I had friends like this. I was like, hey, man, it's pretty good. It looks so luxurious out there. Yeah, I was like, yeah. a bohemian garden party. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, gee, you cry. I didn't even know that was a thing. Gee, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so, it turned out so pretty, too. Yeah, it turned yeah. out so great. Yeah, hey, shout beautiful. out to the person that took the picture, too, because that was a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. You know who that was? My husband. Your husband. Hey. Hey. He better be a photographer. Yes, he yeah. is starting his own photography business. Yeah, yes. come on, Armani. Yes. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, man, he, he actually do take some really beautiful Good. shots he does. because because he, he always tell me like he he didn't even do Photoshop some of the pictures, most of the pictures he taken. I was like. Yeah, you take some good pictures just yeah, not to yes. be on have photo editing skill yeah, down yeah. pack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that means you got an excellent eye. You know what I mean? Like an excellent eye. Yes. Because absolutely. the pictures that he catches and the look he catches, because I be looking at pictures, I, I kind of fancy myself a mm-hmm. photograph connoisseur. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. But I I, I do love to see people that yeah. have great pictures and take good pictures because I, I actually follow a lot of people, for, photographers on Instagram and just like the different pictures they take. Just like one of my homegirls, Jay Sheray, up in New Jersey, she take excellent pictures. I remember she took it like one of um, the, the canals in uh, Venice. Mm. Yeah, man, that joint was so fire, man. If I had two thousand dollars to give it to get that picture. I'd have gave it to her, but I didn't have it. So. Oh I, I got it, but my wife wouldn't let me get it to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, follow him on Instagram. It's Armani underscore H&M. To yes. follow his photography. Follow him. Armani Now, if you don't H&M. do it. We will post it in the comments. Let me post that in the comments right now. Exactly. Yeah. So follow him. You know what I mean? Y'all heard it. We all over all other places in the world to get podcasts. Y'all hear all this again. You catch mm-hmm. this time. So what's up, Chris? Um, <clears throat> what we talk about our, our gallery of talented friends. Yeah, we yeah. do have a slew of friends that have excellent talents. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bragging on y'all. Millionaires in the making. We gonna have <laughs> a. We should call ourselves the Millionaire Collective. Mm, the Millionaire, millionaire Collective. Are mm. Oh yeah, that's right. You got the check. Hey, y'all can't see, steal yeah. that. Nah, because if I see that on the T-shirt anywhere, I'm body slamming you on site. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. <laughs> um, but I did want to ask you, so I know that in the beginning you kind of explained that, you know, when you first started the blog, it was kind of like that start and stop. Mm-hmm. So what's been motivating you to kind of continually, you know, continue to post and encourage the people out there in the, in the media? I think, one, I just want to encourage more transparency and encourage more, like, vulnerability. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, in the world that we live in, especially with social media, it's more highlights than it is the truth. Yeah. And I think, like, for me, the way I view life is, like, living your best life is living your honest life. Mm-hmm. And it's filled with good days and bad, you know? So yeah. I just kind of, you know, wanted to showcase that out there. You know, I would, I, this year alone was a really tough year for me. You know, because I was pregnant, I had a baby, and going through those hormones was out of this world. 
But then, you know, my doctor had told me like, hey, just so you know, because you previously struggled with depression, postpartum is probably going to hit you really hard, you know? Right. And she ain't never lied. Like, yeah. it was right. like the worst in my life. And I remember thinking like, oh, something is wrong with me. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Like, all these mm. people who have kids or who just had kids are posting all these like beautiful photos and happy memories. And I'm like, I, I know. I know I'm not the only one who's crazy. Right, you know? right, right. So it's just one of those things, like, I wanted to share more about the other side of life. Yeah. Because I think life is great, and I'm an optimist, true and true, but it's just not all the way honest that you're having a great day every day. That's yeah. the honest right. truth right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of, like, I have to I have to relaunch and I have to be honest. And I can't trust everybody to be honest or be open or be vulnerable because everybody has something to prove to somebody else. Yeah. You know, right. but yeah. I want it to be like if if it's just me and if it's just you who feel that way, I feel like I can at least talk to you. Mm. Even if it's just you, you know? Yeah. Cuz I want I don't want anybody to feel alone. Yeah. Cuz I feel like that's how Satan works, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. that what the scriptures yeah. say? Yeah. You know? And when someone feels alone is how they get attacked. But it's that's like it. I want to be that person that's like you are never alone, girl. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. here. We might not be talking about it, mm-hmm. but we with you, you yeah. know? And I think that I think that honestly, man, it's just like <laughs> cuz that's what pulls me to people when they're more honest about mm-hmm. what they cuz it's like I tell you I'm an optimist. But I will tell you if I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to even fake the funk with you. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be like, okay, they suck. This is why. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like I'm the only person that's feeling like this. Because you do see other people and that probably be within the same area you are and going through the same things. But it's just like, why is the sun always shining on their side? It's mm-hmm. cloudy. It's all no what over here. Right. You know what I mean? And I can't be feeling like this by myself. Somebody else got to be feeling like this. Mm-hmm. But to be able to just be able to put it out there and just say, because most times that's what I do. If people ask me something, I just be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling, whether it be good or bad. I don't know if it'll help them or not. Because most times people share their life with me, I share my life back. I don't know whether they help them or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just want them to know that, hey, trust mm-hmm. me. I've yeah. been in that hole too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just know that you ain't out here by yourself, struggling by yourself. Because that's exactly how the enemy does it. He just mm-hmm. like the corner of the hole and just say, all right, I'm going to get you into your condemnation trap. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And get you to fight your own self because that's what he basically does. He's, we, we set ourselves up. He come in there, flip the trap, and we fight ourselves. Yeah, right. And People have to understand too that not everybody is looking for advice and not everybody's looking to be fixed. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, yeah. some people just need other people to be present in their pain. Yes. Just be, like, look, I know it's hard and I know it's uncomfortable and I know I'm hurting and I know you don't like to see it. Right. But if you could just be right here and just not yes. say anything, it's okay. Right. You know? Because that's sometimes what people need. Yeah. Because I know, like, with me, when I go through, like, my triggers and my episodes, I know I have a great life. I know I should be grateful. I know right. my husband's awesome. I yeah. know my daughter's beautiful. I know I have a great job. You know what I mean? I know I have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. But in this moment, I just need someone to understand that I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, there's so many other things that I could be looking at. But right now, I feel bad. Yeah. Right, right. And just be with me. Just yeah. keep me company. Right. And that's one of the reasons why me and my husband were so close. Because my husband saw that immediately. Like, my husband don't be like, 
oh, like you need to, or you need to, or you need to be doing, he's kind of like, okay, how can I be here for you? That's mm-hmm. his first question always. How can I be here for you? I Not, need, I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you better. Huh? Come on, starting these healthy trends. <laughs> hey man, man that's, good. that's good wisdom, man, it because is. I know that's something my, my wife, she battles with depression as well. And, I, and I'm, I'm a Mr. Fix-It kind of guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I I feel like most of the time I'm like, ah, I got just a thing. Yeah. Let me, I'll be right back. <laughs> and she's like, no, nah, uh-huh. that don't fix it. Yeah, I'll be like, and then I end up beating myself up because I couldn't fix it, but it wasn't uh, for me to fix. Yeah. It was just for me to be there. You yeah, know what I mean? So that's just something that I have been learning over these past few years that I can't fix it. Sometimes I just have to sit there. And sometimes I have to sit there with my little smile on my face and keep my head on pillow and look at it just like this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because I know, like, some of the things, it, it ain't that she is just hurting and she can't come out of it, but just right now she need to feel how she feel. You know what right. I mean? And I, I'm not trying to... Because sometimes when I try to take it away from her, I feel like, man, I feel like I'm taking her away from getting her power back. You know what yeah, I mean? Because it ain't, you know what I mean? So I, that's something that I've been learning. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like, okay, I got to let her reclaim her power. I could just sit here and be with her and let her know she, she ain't by herself. Like, she's fighting this dragon. It ain't for me to kill the dragon. Right. She got to kill this dragon. Yeah. I'm just going to be here like, kill that dragon! Yeah, or I just sit there silent like this. She's going to kill that dragon. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I, I I agree. I just feel like, you know, allowing people to deal with their emotions is healthy because um, I know for me, like just growing up, I bought up a lot of stuff. Just a lot of stuff that affected me in so many different ways, you know, of how I viewed myself how I valued myself um, based on other people's opinions or based on just things that I just followed up and just became my truth. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so when, things, when, you, when you do stuff over consistently, like it's, it becomes a habit. Like, and yeah. I just had a habit of thinking to myself that like, I'm not enough or wow. I won't be able to do this or I won't be able, it's like a lot of just negative connotations that I put on myself. But I do, I do feel like, I mean, I feel where Karina is coming from and allowing people to feel where they're at. And it's like, okay, I, like, I know these things. I know that I'm this. I know that I'm that. But I am struggling right now. This right. is a challenge. And I think when when people kind of come off in that, that way of like, well, think about all the things that you should be grateful for. It's like you're, you're telling me to mask my emotions. And I'm, not a, and I'm not able to really deal with them in a healthy way. So right. when things come and I feel sad, I choose to shut down mm. or choose not allow myself to feel that because I've always been taught to be strong, hold it together. You got this. Think about the things that you've been grateful for. And it's like, but what I'm going through right now is hurting me, but I'm choosing to be strong, but I don't feel that internally. Right, right, so right. On, this, on the outside, I'm like, yay, go. And on the inside, I'm just like torn. Because I'm, like, not really dealing with it in a healthy way. So I feel like when people just kind of are immediate to bring up the things that you're grateful for, it's a mask that pain. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We all go through that, you know. Don't don't, don't, don't mess with that. Kind of sweep that under the rug. Focus on this. And it's like, but that not helping me deal with what I'm really feeling right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Man, that was good, man. <laughs> hey, man, we're coming to y'all with these <laughs> mental jewels. You know yes. what I'm saying? We gonna help you be all right with being you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's what this episode is all about. I already got the title in my mind, but oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you well, know what I mean? To end off the show, um, we have this new Netflix series uh, coming out with Nalita, Napoli Ever After. So yes. excited. Yes. yes. This yeah. is a project that, I mean, it caught my eye, and I don't even have any hair to be <laughs> friendly about it. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, just uh, starring Sanaa Lathan, which, you know, has always been involved in these projects that kind of show that she's like an every woman of sorts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Loving yeah. basketball, just like connected right. on a level that that's Me like too. generational. And <laughs> Absolutely. This yes. one has a chance to do the very same thing. Um, it's just a movie where she's she is very much wrapped up in her hair as her identity um as a lot of people are mm-hmm. in the society still yeah mm-hmm. and she decides to take steps to fall in love with herself mm. rather than her hair, hair. yeah you know, it's like that ndre song yeah you know, I, I am not, not my hair, hair. Exactly. you know and, i mean i saw this and even i was intrigued by it but i know you guys <laughs> Uh, come from different perspectives. You're not your hair, Steve? I, I'm not. I'm definitely not <laughs> my hair. Okay, not my hair at all. You know, I, I gave it up around around 25. When it was starting to cul-de-sac up here. Oh, like, wow. That's it. That's it. Nope. Take it away. Take it out. Yeah, so, I've been shaving my head since I was 15 I was trying to, to save money. My, so I was trying to tell my little brother the same thing. Give up, man. It's over. <laughs> Throw in the rags. Them waves is receding. <laughs> yeah, the ocean is the, getting dry. Yeah, the oh, ocean is not washing exactly, up that far. Exactly. Stop. Don't come all the way Man, to the shore of the forehead. Exactly. Don't, don't start moonwalking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there is. My husband better hide the clippers because if this movie is that good, I'm one of those people like, oh, I need to cut my hair. Oh, cover that. She came in with the uptown fan with the part. I'm like, oh, hey. snap. Uh, hey, but I do like no haircuts on women. The you know, taper that thing's going to be cool. That's fly. But, you know, I feel like it, that movie kind of goes, because I've been watching the previews and the stuff like that. It kind of goes with what we've been talking about all yeah. day. Yeah. You know what I mean? just like, yeah. you know what I mean? She was. Her mom told her that she ain't pretty until you are put together. You know what I mean? In one of the previews, she was in the bed with her uh, boo thing. And she got out the bed just to fix her hair to get back in the bed to make it look like she woke up perfect. That's how it work. But, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. Like, that's something that parents driving us as well. You know what I mean? Let alone parents, society. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, we are people of um, the public you know what I mean like if the public says this you know what I mean it's kind of what we ride with and I you know what I mean like just with as I am I mean I always like clothes like clothes and shoes and drugs me mm-hmm. you know what I mean oh my goodness. and if I wouldn't dress nice I don't smell good I don't feel complete I don't even want to go out in the public you know what I mean like this is how I am you know what yeah. I mean and then mm-hmm. it's just like for but with women, God, that don't run deep, yo, because sometimes I, like, hear some of the things my wife say, I'm like, why do you believe that? I'm your husband. What I think should matter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bump what these people saying. Yeah, yeah it's you like know? me uh, trying to um, not convince my wife because she wanted to do it. But, you know, my wife has robbed natural hair her entire life. So she has it either in a fro or twist. And she's always wanted to shave the sides and the back and just, and you know, just uh, 
rock the growth in the front. Yeah. And I was like, that's a that's a great idea, you know. But she was always hesitant to do it. Finally, she just got up the mm-hmm. and jumped. She looked and cool. It's awesome. And it's amazing. It's it's awesome. Love it. Fly. You know. Love so it. now she's she can operate in that freedom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's good to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But anyway, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Because you guys bring different hair dynamics to it. Yeah. Different perspectives. Like this is. I was wait chomping at the bit to see what uh, Mella has to say, <laughs> Karina has to say. No, I think it's liberating. Um, I think the part where she shaved her head was like like a it was a metaphor for so many different things, like just not kind of like what I alluded to earlier is just like not following the patterns of what people have always thought about you, but creating that new pattern for yourself. Right. Um. So I mean, for me, my hair like it's. You know, I was a perm, you know, child. So mm-hmm. perms were good old hair. child of the south. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That good that, old that creamy um, crack. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that creamy crack. Mm-hmm. So, but it didn't do much for my hair. My scalp was always, you know, burning. And, you know, it was just it wasn't good. I don't think I ever really found my identity in my hair though, because I never really cared what my hair looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, that's what, that's what it was, and so I think. But I think that's that's still there's still something there because I didn't care about my appearance mm. in general because I don't feel like I found my value in so many other things that I never really took care of myself. Mm. You know, I never took care of myself appearance why how I appear to people, which is why I feel like I'm still trying to find my style, how I present myself to people and stuff like that because I feel like I never really was clear about that type of identity about myself. Like, right. I, I can go back and look at the things I used to wear, and I'm like, what was you thinking, Bella? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> go try it again. Go home and try it again. But I think that was because I was just really lost, like, in my identity. I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to present myself to other people, and I was trying to be so many different people mm. growing up, trying to fit in so many different crowds that's what you see it's like at this point i was with this crowd of people so i dressed like this or i presented right. myself this way or you know at this point in my life I, da, 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 you know so it's a reflection of where i was mm-hmm. so now i just like well do i want to be continue to be a reflection of where i am or do i want to rise above that so no matter what i'm going through even though i'm going to choose to deal with it mm-hmm. my appearance is not a reflection of that so I feel like even going with the locks, I'm like, I'm really feeling this style. Like, mm. I really love it. I, you know, like, I, just the messy look sometimes or when it's done or when I see my scalp. But, like, I just, I really love this. Like, I, I feel like now I'm kind of finding a sense of my identity. But now it's a matter of, like, what, what kind of styles can I wear that are kind of signature to my signature style. Yeah. Which is kind of like my mohawk or my messy bun or, you know, stuff like that. So it's just like. I, I value my appearance a lot more than what I did growing up. Mm. So, and I'm learning how to continue to keep that up and to progress forward and try to find like, okay, who is Mella? You know, right. and the representation of my hair, and my style, like mm. everything. So, so yeah, I think that, I think it was more of like identity crisis growing up, and now it's like I'm finding myself. I know my purpose, and now it's like now my appearance is starting to match that. Hmm. Interesting. When I um, initially saw the Napoli Ever After preview, I saw the extended preview. So one of the things I identified with when she was shaving her hair, the the way I saw it was the fact that like it wasn't an empowering moment for her. 
she was having a emotional breakdown. Yeah. Because she was so busy living this perfect life, being yep. this perfect person, hiding who she really was, that mm-hmm. one day she snapped. Yeah. And I remember in the in the extended preview, after she shaved her head off, she woke up the next morning not <laughs> realizing what she had done. Right. And she started crying all over again. Exactly. Because it's done. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's can't all, go back from that. You no, know, yeah. You know, and I, for me, it's one of those things of like, I think with hair. You know, I think hair itself is like whatever, you know, but what it represents to women, I think is deeper because I feel like our hair and our appearance mm-hmm. are supposed to be representation of who we are. Right. You know, and I think like we try to mask the things that are going on because we look good. We look put together. Look at us. You know, we, we are perfect, yeah. you know, in in whatever regard. And I think like for me, I know like before I became a Christian, my physical appearance meant a lot to me you know I it was like being pretty was like a part-time job I went to the gym like four times a week you know I didn't eat practically you know my hair was always straight I never did the whole perm perm thing like I did did like the once a year kitty perm and Mm -hmm. it was just one of those things where I think it was difficult but then I remember becoming a Christian and having to deal with the inside it was a lot. Yeah. It was so much because it's like having to marry my physical appearance with what was going on on the inside was really difficult. Yeah. You know, and like trying to represent who I am, you know. I don't, I'm not that person though that thinks that like, oh, your hair and your physical appearance doesn't matter. I definitely care. However, it's one of those things that I just don't think it should define you totally, yeah. you yeah. know. You gotta have some yeah. character up under all that. Yeah. Exactly, it's, yeah. and and you don't have to always be super super perfect. Cause like my husband, my husband's like, I like you the way you are all day. I don't care if you cut your hair all day, you know. But it's like for me, I was like, I care about things, so I do things. Like I love makeup. It's like right now, I'm not wearing any because I thought this was a podcast and not a live thing. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, my bad. If I knew this was going Facebook Live, I would look totally different. But this is good because not because I I like myself both ways. Yeah, Same. but I prefer like my preference is I like makeup. I like you know my hair, and I like all the girly stuff. Mm. It's not my crutch; it's my preference. Mm. Right, that's, that's dope. You know what I mean. I know where I'm from, man. Like, appearance is everything. Uh, County, you know, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about, too. Like, you got to be put together. We pretty much separate our class between the good half people and the bad half people. So good. Fortunately, I was up under the good half people. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, and just, like, being put together and stuff like that. Even though it was some real ugly people up under their togetherness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that was a thing. You know what I'm saying? Looking good. And being your outward appearance, being the thing that says this is who you are, even though you really ain't found what you are on the yeah. inside, and you're really just following protocol and what your family put out. And I've seen a lot of people fall to mm. things like that. I've seen a lot of people hurt and lost. And some people don't even really find their way back. They just kind of regress so much. They just say, I'm going to just stay like this. I'm yeah. going to stay in my mess. But that's because their family continued to pour the beat down on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? C- continue to emotionally abuse them because most times it is emotional abuse. Yeah. Rather what people want to call it or not, it's emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just being, you know, 
I don't know what it's like to be females. I've only been able, I've been a spectator of that. And I've probably been a participant of saying, hey, girl, your dress is ugly. You know what I mean? I might not shouldn't have said that at the time, but I probably did. You know what I mean? Or stuff like that. Because, like I tell people, I don't claim to be perfect by any means. Like, I, I tell you my mistakes. If you want to know everything I did, ask. Because I tell you. You know what I mean? But just holding true to yourself and even when you go through things like that, just to see she eventually did find herself and actually found the life that she was supposed to have. You know what I mean? Instead of just, you know what I'm saying, keep going on with the facade, yeah. you know what I mean, being pseudo her, you know what I mean, so being able to find exactly who she's supposed to be and us being able to find exactly who we are and to be comfortable with it, that's the biggest goal in life, really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, being comfortable with who you yeah. are, where you're going, the things you want to do, the things you want to accomplish, I feel like that's just been the narrative of this episode is just, Finding out who you are. Mm-hmm. Love being, yourself. Love yourself. You know what I mean? Because if you don't know how to love yourself, nobody else can't love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's something I always tell people. Because if, even if you don't know how to achieve your love, you can't teach nobody else how to love you. Honestly. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that would be a person just trying things that may work for a little while. And then once it not work anymore, the situation changed. We back to square one, and I'm trying to put you back together, or trying to find out, or the person trying to put me back together, and find out what's gonna make me happy now. Yeah, that's why I tell so a lot of people, a lot of singles too. It's okay to be by yourself for a while. Enjoy. It. Mm-hmm. Find out who you are. Yes. Become who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't separate yourself and things. Go out on dates and stuff like that, but be on the lookout for who you are in the mirror when you look in the mirror make sure you find yourself yeah you know what i mean don't find anybody else in that mirror just find you mm-hmm. and once you find you you're, you're comfortable with the image that you see that's who you are that's yeah. who god wanted you to be so be that yeah and if you don't find nobody like that and somebody say well i don't like that i wish you would change like that that probably ain't the person for you because just like my wife i love her for everything she is you know what i'm saying just like i told her when i met her I want to know your ugly side just as much as I know your beautiful side because we all have ugly sides and most of the time it has to deal with our character and the pain and the thing that we go through. Mm-hmm. If you can accept that, that's a good thing. That's a friend. That's a loved one. That's somebody that care about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they don't try to change who you are, when they just try to add to the value you already have, yeah. that's somebody you should be c- coming close to. I ain't saying they're going to be your wife or your husband. Maybe just your best friend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I value friendship way more than I value anything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like real honest people around me. And I, I'm glad to say I have a lot of that around me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the things we should be searching for. Ourself first. Mm-hmm. Find ourselves. Find our own ground. Because you have to start with your own foundation. And then start to build with the things around you. Like people. And find other common Folk, you know what I mean, around. I know you're folk as just a, a southern thing, but you know what I mean? It is what it is. Most people watch me from the south. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that's how I feel. Um, and just what you touched on, just really trying to find who you are. Um, I feel like if you don't really establish that base, it just becomes a black hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far as like people trying to make you happy. 
You'll be happy for a second, but then that hole just swallows all that up, yep. and you gotta start all over again. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's an empty chasm. Yeah, of, you know. So, I mean, I just remember discovering that later in my adult life, and coincidentally, that's when I was open to being saved, is because I realized that it wasn't like having. I had to find like what was important to me, you know what I mean? And, you know, people who valued that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, not just like, okay, making people like me, mm-hmm. you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, high school to I was about 28, that's what it was about. Yeah, right. Make, people, making people like me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So when that shifted, so many other things shifted. Yeah. yeah. You know, spiritually, mentally, you know, so, so yeah, man. Is all this stuff. Yeah, this is a good episode. So, and I like to add, me, I on the other hand, in high school, I didn't care what people thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had it. And, 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 but it's danger on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I, tell, I tell people, like, it's a lot of things I had to work back from because that made me a person that didn't trust nobody. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. That made, I always felt like I was fighting against people. Like, if you set up some kind of defense toward me, I was coming on offense and I was coming hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, oh, you know what I mean? So, it, it didn't, like I tell people, it's, even though being the person that don't care, I find it hard for me to trust people. As like, people like, oh, man, I'm cool. I'd be like, eh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. say that, but I don't know you passed yesterday. Right. So, you know what I mean? I had to fight myself and just actually make myself feel included because I was such a loner. Even though people were like, oh, you're such an extrovert. I'm not. I'm not. If you ask my mom, I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I will sit back and I will shut up because most of the time when people, I get to know people, I only act out for it's an offensive move for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know how, to, I, if I can control my atmosphere, that's what I yeah. use my attitude for, my seemingly extrovertedness. I put that out there and that's my offense. I'm like, okay, I'm fighting. I, I draw my circle. Yep. You can't come you in my circle. I control my situation. You know what I mean? Yep. But my true self, I would love to just walk in and observe. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Because that's my thing. I will observe and I say, okay, that person will look fake. Woo, woo, woo. That person seems like a good person because they, because I watch how when people are themselves all the time. Because that's what I look for in people. I look for consistency because. Most of the time, I'm going to be consistently me. You know what I'm yes, saying? That's one of absolutely. the things my wife always told me. She was like, you would never change it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you were always you when you came into situations. I was like, that's something I always work on. I shout that out to my uncle. You know what I'm saying? He passed, you know, Bo P. Edward Stokes. And he taught me that. You know what I'm saying? He taught me to be me. You know yeah. what I mean? And if people don't like you for who you are, fine. Everybody yeah. in this world ain't going to love you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. if they do... Watch it back, cause somebody gonna stab you. You know what I mean? Because it was like if everybody loves you, that means nobody never tells you the truth. You know what right. I mean? Because it was like people that actually love you gonna say gonna be critical of you. Right. And yeah. if they see you slipping down a the slope, they are gonna be like, "Hey, you slipping down a slippery, slippery slope? You might want to check yourself." But if everybody's just like, "Oh, you're the best. You do good all the time," then the people you have to watch out for, because most of the time, them people are waiting on your your fall. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, being on the other side and not caring what other people think, it, it holds it on thing, you know what I mean? And it makes you a very edgy person and, you know, slow to love. 
You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. I think I was like right in the middle. I didn't really care about what people thought, but I acknowledged what people thought. Mm. But ultimately, I didn't. I acknowledged it and didn't really let it affect me. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, you don't pay my bills. <laughs> and that's, and that, uh, that is my exact saying. Like, well, you don't pay my bills, though. So. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What you eat don't make me poop. So, um, wow, wow. Yeah. And I mean, my whole thing was just like, I was so scared of what people thought, especially in high school. I just really just kept to myself to, you know, it's like, I'm not going to be. I don't want to be a nerd or be known as a nerd, but I know I'm not cool, so. <laughs> you know, and it really just stopped me from expressing who I really was. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think I was a mystery too, but I think there was moments where I did kind of feed into people's opinions about me, which caused me to change and try to fit in, but then I feel like there was moments where I was like, I'm not doing that, so it's whatever. I mean, um, I mean, I remember specifically in high school, though, I think that was when I was kind of really going through just a lot, like, with just family loss, grief, you know, different things that was going on in my life that just affected everything, and I just wanted to be a part of something, like a part of some type of community of people to feel support, because I didn't feel that at home. Mm. So I think it was just like a matter of that where, a period in my life where I feel like people's opinions matter because I wanted to be wanted. Mm-hmm. Type of thing, right? Um, but now I'm like, listen, <laughs> we ain't gonna agree on everything, and I yeah. am totally fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I feel like I'm just very unapologetic about who I am. Not, um, I'm not like intentionally like just trying to down somebody. Yeah, but if I don't agree about something, I'm just gonna stand on that, and I don't agree. But you know. Thank you for sharing your perspective. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep moving life. Like Karina right. said, you don't pay my bills. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think high school was such a blur for me. I was going through so much myself. Mm-hmm. I think like right. for me, all that stuff established after high school, like mm-hmm. in college yeah. and mm-hmm. in adulthood, you know. But the way I view like friendship and stuff now is so different. Yeah. Because I used to, like, I used to pour myself so much into friendships, especially non-reciprocal ones, and I would be filled, left, like, feeling empty, you know? And at this point, it's like, you know, life only gets busier. It doesn't really get lighter. It's like you add businesses, you add projects, you add wives, husbands, kids, you know? And I'm at this point where I'm not saying that you know, friendships should be easy, but they shouldn't be complicated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. You know, and I, and, I, and I tell, like, I had to have a lot of talks, like, throughout, like, my engagement, marriage, pregnancy. It's like, hey, like, if, if, if we're not reciprocal, we're not reciprocal. Don't be like, oh, hey, stranger, you never call. You don't either. Yeah, exactly. You don't either. So you got I, one of those phones that don't call out. Right. It's like one of my pet peeves. Like, let's not do that. Uh, Don't say, "Hey, stranger," if you strange too. (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. That's a T-shirt. That is a (laughs) T-shirt. Don't say, "Hey, stranger," if you strange too. (laughs) I'm just saying. It it, it used to bother me so much. It was like a pet peeve, you know. And then another thing is just like, look, if somebody makes a mistake Mm -hmm. and they apologize, forgive them. What do you want? Exactly. Exactly. You cannot go they cannot physically go back in time and say I fixed it. 
I mean, it's just the thing about it is, is that all we can do is like, especially when you make a mistake, all we can do is be better in the future. Yeah. But if, you, if, but if I acknowledge what I did and I apologize and I sincerely mean it and I change and you still want to be mad, you don't like me. So let's not. <laughs> 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 We're not friends. <laughs> you really, really, yeah, you, you really don't like me. Exactly. You don't like me. Don't like me. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, you, that's true. That's the truest thing I ever. You don't like me. You don't like me. <laughs> Because I think about it, it's like with me and my friends, we all, me and like my like ride or dies, we've made mistakes countless, um, you know, countless times, but it's like nothing. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't really mean to do that. Right. Like, cool. Okay, cool. We moved on. We moved yeah. Forward. But then there's the, 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 the other challenging friendships where you're like, I'm so sorry. Um, you said that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really mean, I, I, I've been going through this stuff right. and it's not intentional. Yeah. And then they still want to argue. It's like. You just don't like me for real. Uh, exactly. Yeah, for real. exactly. You don't <laughs> want to be my friend you if you don't want to forgive yeah, me. Yeah, because I can't make you do anything else past this point. I have gave you my situation. I presented what was going on. I apologized. And I plan to change. What, right. what else can I and do? And I've changed. Exactly. You That's planned it and you like, did What else can I do? Would you want me to do some cartwheels, flips? <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. You don't like me. I love that. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured out the problem here. Exactly. Because I just think about like when you read books like Boundaries and things like that. It's just like I like when you're stressed out of over other people who aren't your kids, who aren't your spouse. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I, I do love you, but I don't know what else I can do for you. Right. My, my whole family life requires a lot of me mm. you know and i don't know what you're looking for yeah and if you're not communicating that and you just want to be upset with me you you don't like me you yeah. just don't you, you need know? to search for more jesus <laughs> because i ain't your problem because <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean i feel you man because that's something like i got to tell people like people like man we don't even see you no more man like yeah, you know, that's true. I have a job. I have other things going on in my life. I'm not single anymore, by the way. Um, yeah, I got a wife, a whole wife. A whole wife. You know, I love. <laughs> I like to go home, too. I like to talk to. I have to give my time to. I am invested in this relationship. Now, I only have... Five percent to give to you, and I will give you a hundred percent of this five percent. Low, you know what I mean? Hundred percent of this five, right? So has to count for it's something. all I got, and I'm giving it to you. Right. If you can't receive that, you're bad. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm bad. It's just so it's so interesting, you know. And the thing about it is, is that people always want to say, "Oh, you make time for the things you want to make time for," and it's true, but. People are busy. Yeah. People Come are busy. On, Seriously. People are busy. And it's and just because they don't spend time in certain the way you want them to, look at the, their life. Come you on. Know? Man. Oh, Seriously. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. The one so expression true. I hate is when people say, I'll sleep when I die. Yes. Yes, you will. You will. <laughs> and you and also require sleep. Why you're alive? Yeah, as far as things, I'll sleep, right. in, I'll you know sleep when I, mean? I die, which is gonna be next week. I think it's too a matter of just not pe- people not understanding who's in your life for a reason, who's in your life for a season, and who's in your life for a lifetime. Because I feel like there's people that I've met along my path that path church, you know, shout out to the path church. Uh, but I feel like the people that I've met along just life. You know, like we're not friends anymore, and 
I mean, you know, that was just for that particular reason or just that season of life. I was in high school, so I had a lot of friends, people that I don't talk to anymore. Not that I, you know, I just don't, I don't see them often. Right, I don't live right. in my hometown. I live in Atlanta, so I don't have that that avenue to just be like, oh, let me hit you up. Let's go here. Let's go there. Right. So I just feel like I think even two people just don't understand, like, well, you were only in this person's life for that specific reason, those particular couple of months. Like, you wasn't meant to be a lifetime. Right. A lifetime friend. And I think that's something I'm learning and understanding, too, because it's like there's relationships I feel like I hold on to that are not beneficial for me where I am in this Mm, season of my life. And I think that's where people kind of like, well, we had this relationship before, but that's because I was in a completely different space, a completely different season, a completely different environment where it afforded that accessibility to our friendship. But because we're not, I'm not in that season, I'm not in that mindset. Is is not beneficial to me right now, or we just we kind of just had our thing, and now it's like every once in a while, or whatever that looks like, is it's gonna look different every season of your life. Like you said, you were single, now you're married, now you're a mother. So it's like there's different things, different seasons that you went through that pe- some people can't even just be brought along to that journey because they're just not where you are, yeah, and then those people just like want to be in that space and they'll find every excuse to try to be there but then they end up still not being in that space either that's true because just like i tell people man i i i have a lot of friends you know what i mean that well i have a lot of associates that i lost you mm-hmm. know what i mean over time because just like i know from when i was a kid my mom was like hey leave this town leave this town it's nothing for you in this town go you know what i mean so i took that stuff to heart and i was just like hey i might not go far but i'm not gonna be here you know what i mean so i just was like okay i gotta leave and then sometimes i go back to my hometown they're like man i ain't seen you in so long i don't live here no more (laughs) i I, I do not live here anymore it is a reason you don't see me i have left yeah i come back occasionally now i visit some of you are still in that same spot, in front of that same tree. <laughs> Not, hey, no discount to you. That's what you want for yeah. your life. But I didn't see that for my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's one thing my mom, my uncle used to point to all the time. He's like, you see them people right down in the tree? They're going to be there when you get back. Wow. You know what I mean? Right. And here we are. So, exactly. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And I, you know, I'm not putting them down because yeah. it's like that, that might be the life they want. But it wasn't my life. You know right. what I mean? It wasn't the life I wanted. And, you know, and I don't take offense when they say certain things to me anymore because I just like, you know what, man, I can't do nothing about that. I wanted something different from my life. I'm glad that you're happy for where you at. Yeah. I'm happy. Be happy for where I'm at. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because I don't never come back with a hearty spirit. Yeah. I come back being the same old me. You know what I mean? I've been who I, ha- I have been for a long time. You know what I mean? Because it's like I tell people I came into myself after middle school and once I came into that person i stayed that person mm-hmm. got better you know what i mean but i still stayed me in the end so you know what i mean i i still i I'm, i love everybody because my mom always taught me you know what i mean like you ain't better than anybody everybody your struggle may not be their struggle yeah. but it's a struggle nonetheless Absolutely. you know what i mean so i have to you know what i mean treat people the way I expect to be treated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can't look down on people because they do certain things. Just like I used to tell people all the time, I learned some of my best life lessons from crackheads. Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about, they sit me down, 
and they tell me about life and I listen. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> of us, I was always open to listen to anybody. Anybody that was willing to instill wisdom in me, I didn't have a father. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anybody that would give, they broke it off to me. I knew, and thank God that I had, like, you know what I mean, the mindset that I knew what to take and I knew what to leave. I knew to eat the meat and leave the bones. You know what I mean? So I had that part, but people taught me things that, that necessarily people were like, oh, you taking advice from that person? You know who they are? Yes, I do. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they trying to take, they trying to push me out the ditch that they're already in. So why not take that advice? Mm-hmm, you know right. what I mean? So, yeah, that's all I got for right now. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes... No, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, and it's just, like, remembering that, like, even if you grow apart or if it's distant, there's no love lost. Like, I don't like when you, like, are on good terms. with You leave somebody on good terms and then you come back and they, like, not speaking to you. Like, bro, we haven't seen each other. Right. Like, we got exactly. nothing to be mad about right now. <laughs> but you mad. Right. Yeah, and I'm, I don't understand that, you know? It's like, just because we don't speak or just because things have shifted don't mean we got to fall out. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like falling out over nothing. Like, if you feel some type of way that our friendship isn't where it is, you know, but you haven't made the effort as exactly. well as the other person, have that conversation. Yes. Don't just be like, mm, I don't talk to her. Exactly. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Why? Let's just be clear. We didn't talk to each other for an extended period of time <laughs> because we were both not thinking about each other. Exactly. Right. So, Because <laughs> the thing is, when you really think about <sighs> it, we always, you know, in our younger mindsets, cast the dispersions onto people when mm-hmm. they don't, when we don't, we lose touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when you get older, think about it. Mm-hmm. How many relationships honestly end in genuinely bad blood to where it's like you did something that just pissed me off and I, I'm not talking to you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not like that most of the time. Like, you know, we just kind of grow apart or whatever, like you said, and you said half of the thought that was in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to pick up the other half. But, um, but yeah, man, just like when you break it down objectively, you know, it's not really bad blood. And I appreciate the people who, you know, you, I will have good friends that I don't see for a long time. Shout and, out to y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out. Y'all the ones. We just, we just resume it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 It, 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 like it's never stopped. It's just like, oh, we just picking up back where we left off. Yeah. yeah, man. And I got friends on many levels like that, and I appreciate them all, man. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and anybody else who just kind of puts this thing like, oh, I'm too good to talk to them, and I'm not even, I, that's never come out of my mind. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That ain't even who yeah. you know me to be. Exactly. Have I ever done that? Like, no. Right. And, the thing, and I'm actually approaching you right now. Right. Yeah. right. You're sitting over here in the corner steaming, staring down at me. And I'm you know? like, and then you have to always recount, like, oh my gosh, like, when was the last time we talked? Did I say something? Right. Yeah. And playing back the tape in your head. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with be like, you know what? I miss you. That's exactly. It. I miss you. It's like people, that part of vulnerability, they forget. They yeah. Just tell me you miss me and let's get past it. Let's Jeez. get past <laughs> it. Let's get past it. And if you want your circumstances or your friendship to change, communicate that versus yes. getting mad at yeah. them. Yeah. They're up. You know? Oh, man. There's some jewels right there. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Make sure you heard it. Say it again one more time. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes, if you want your status to change, 
Let me know. You know what I mean? Don't be mad at me because I'm not changing your status. Just let me know. I had a brother tell me that. He was like, yo, I would like us to become closer friends. Uh And I was like, okay, what we going to do about that? You know what I mean? How's that going to look? How's that going to look going forward? Because I know what I have to offer. I got 3.3% of life that I can give you. You can have all 100% of that 3.3%. Welcome to the five. I reserve somebody. I'm I'm splitting up my last 10% right now. Okay, okay. So I have to fraction it off because I might have to reserve something else and I, I might have right. to group them and right. I have to spit 3.3 and they'd be like 1.5 a piece. You know what I mean? But my bad friend, you ain't going to be in that category if you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying like, just communicate that, man. Like you, we, we can do something about it and if we can make it better, we can make it better. But if we can't, we just can't. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, just as busy as I am, I understand that you are busy too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because just like they take out the fact that, hey, you know, you've been extremely busy as well. You ain't just been sitting around here waiting on me. Right. And if you have, get a life. But, I now know I'm not your problem. You, know right. like, you need to find some hobbies. You need to go make something. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if. We all grown ups, man. We can talk about these things. Let's now. talk about yeah, it. Talk let's about talk it. We talking about it. What's you that? I mean? Conversate. Yeah. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Exactly. Y'all see my southern dialect is sprinkling all over let's. everybody, boss. I just wonder, like, you know, what prevents people from talking about it? What pride. do you think? True. I think their pride because some people. And I know I have been guilty of this for. I'm like, man, I'm good enough to be your friend. I ain't got to come talk to you. You still want me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it just be like, we, we don't get over ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want to admit that there's not a real problem. So we're going to hold on to it, mm-hmm. not just humble out and just say, you know what? It was not no problem with us in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm just making up something in my, inside myself to try to yes. validate how I feel or that I may, like you said, I may miss you. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't want to admit that. I don't want to be like, oh, man, I'm soft. You know what I mean? I actually miss you, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think even I'm picking back off what right. Darius is saying is that I think it's, a, uh, it's like entitlement with experience. Like, Cause I feel like a lot of times when you see people in your life and how they deal with certain things, that that's, that's how they choose to deal with it as well. So it's yeah. like, oh, I, I mean, I've seen my mom, you know, do a lot of things just with friendships in her life, and I feel like I kind of copied that. I'm just mm. like, oh, well, you know, I, I kind of became a people pleaser. So I'm just like, let me appease to these people, like I was saying earlier, so that I can be liked. So it's, I'm doing it. So instead of me being my own person within our relationship and giving giving to, mm. I'm becoming what you want me to be, so that I don't have a voice. Mm. So that's like that was kind of like my my thing. Um, so I just feel like a lot of times people don't like are afraid to even speak up about how they feel. Right. One, but two is just like they don't really want to get to the root of the why. Like they just mm. like they just feel like oh, like for me too is like I feel like. Even when the whole split happened with our church, like I yeah. feel like I lost a lot of friendships, and I you think it was. Me, Mella. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> glad you're back, Darius. I'm so glad you're back. Um, but no, I just at that point I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Da 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 da. But I feel like for me, I went into initiative mode. Like I was like, well, let me initiate these conversations mm-hmm. because I want to make it a point that you know. Even though you're in where where you are, 
I still want to still have that connection as long as I possibly can. Mm. Right. So, but I think that's what people is is like. Well, they expect. You know, like, well, if you want this friendship, you're going to have to come after me. And I'm just like, well, this is a two mutual, yeah. it's a mutual hey. thing. And I do want to piggyback off of something Mella said. You know, keep in mind, it's season, reason, lifetime, one. But also, like, let's acknowledge the fact that if you're not compatible, you know, it's not Ooh. just for relationships. It's yes. also for friendships, you Man. know. Cause it's, and it's okay. It's totally okay. It's totally fine. You know, <laughs> if you guys... Like okay, you're like not my type of friend. Yeah, it's okay. It's you all know? right. It's okay because like like for me, I'm one of those people where I like consistency, and I don't care what that looks like as long as it's consistent. Yeah, mm. it could be once a month. Yeah, it could be whatever. Right. But I want to be you know consistent with the people I call friends. Like I know that if I leave you and we happy, I come back we still happy. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. But there are some people that I love to death, but I'm like, we're not really friends in real life. Like, mm, you know, man. like, I, I, I love having conversations with you. I love, like, spending time with you. Right. However, like, you know, f- friendship for us, by definition, is completely different. Yeah. Mm. You know? And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And it's yep. totally okay. So I don't mind the fact that we're not closer. Right. You know? I don't mind the fact that we're not, like, everyday friends. Right. I don't mind the fact... You know what I mean? Like, let's not, like, put our own standard on everybody else. You know, That's if, so if the way somebody is a friend doesn't work for you, it just doesn't work. And it's yeah. okay. And man, that, I like that, man. That makes me feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I like, I, like I like that philosophy. You know what I mean? Like, because I, like, I, I, I openly say this, but I don't think a lot of people get that. You know what I mean? Like, I tell people all the time. I might not just be your cup of tea. I ain't for everybody. I'm like mm-hmm. a strong black really cup of coffee. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're really not. So, like, and I tell people, like, and I'm fine with it because that's even, like, something I, I told them. I like, I don't walk in a room expecting everybody to like me yeah. because I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Just yeah. like, I know everybody ain't my cup of tea. Yes. Right. Because I know some people I really love, and I know some people I really don't love. Right. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> And I'm okay, and when they ask me, I'm like, well, I don't feel like we get along like that, bro. You know what I mean? Honestly. I just have to tell you, like, because I don't want you to be confused. Like, because I think we get into the habit, even in fellowship, like, oh, man, that's my brother, that's my best friend right there, man. Nah, fam. Nah, fam. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't talked to you since the last yes. time I saw you, and that was six months ago. Yeah, right. And I mean, not to say we ain't cool, but at the same time, just, I'm, I don't fake the fault with you. I ain't going yeah. to say you like my... BFF forever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my BFF every once in a while, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with admitting that because it's like I don't like to confuse things, you know right. what I mean? Because I don't want you to walk away thinking one thing and when I'm not fulfilling that one thing that not that hasn't been discussed yeah. and you feel like that need hasn't been met, Right. I don't want you to think it's because I put you, I put I put on. You know right. what I'm saying? I want you to know exactly who I am. I want you to know exactly who you are to me, so we can go forward. Now, if we come close, just like I have relationships that have gotten better, and I like some people that are my friends, and I know they're my friends. I might not even talk to them all the time, right. but when I see them, I'm like, I see somebody I can get along with. I could be, I could sit in the room with you by myself. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And that's that's fine. We may not talk all the time, but that's that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. I got a group of brothers that I talk to sometimes, and we want to talk. It's, it's one brother that I talk to all the time. You know what I mean? That's just cause we just get on home and just talk about everything, anything, and most people. 
And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But you know what I mean? But that's just we get along like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Because even like I say one brother that I I, it, I didn't know I was gonna end up liking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we became roommates, you know what I mean? Oh wow. And that was Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh like wow. Kevin. Oh, man, you I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know Kevin. <laughs> I didn't know Kevin like that when Kevin. it comes Brian, Brian only knew Kevin and I only knew Kevin as the guy on the couch. You know what I mean? I was Stop just it. like Stop Hey, it. that's mm-hmm. the guy on the couch. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you like know, half baked. But you know, but as me oh, and I him think. became roommates, I end me and him end up just like growing together. Like I was just like, dude, I think I like you better than everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because right. we talk and we do, we always know exactly what each other talking about. Mm-hmm. Like we could just look at each other and be like. I Understand what you're saying, and yeah. you ain't even saying it, right? And our wives would be looking at it like they having a moment. They just let them have it. That's his romance. You know what I mean? So you know, I, I, I but j- that's one of those things. Like uh-huh. that was something that just happened. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't make it happen. I didn't force it to happen. Mm-hmm. It happened. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing I had to force. It wasn't complicated. We just became friends, and I. I respect that friendship. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not friends with all my other roommates, though. Yeah. We all have our way. I was like the big brother in the house. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? JK was like my baby brother. Brian, we was just kind of like two daddies. I'm done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because cause me, me and Brian was the only ones that going to be roommates at first. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And those two just came out of like, Kale came and then Kale was like, I got this other guy. And I was like, who is this guy? This young Thundercat just got through college. Not and I was like, you know Oh my I'm... gosh, that whole household is married now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All of them married. You know what yeah. I mean? I prefer one. Y'all get you y'all some room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But we all grew together and we all formed a bond that I feel is unbreakable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, no matter, even though Brian, he moving away, I know I still have a friend in Brian. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I don't never feel not close to any one of them. Anytime we talk, he's just like, we talk. When all four of us together, you can feel the love between us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, get you some friends like that. And yeah. it ain't got to be 30 people. Mm-hmm. It could be two or three. Right. All four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stop slinging that term around. Let's, yeah, that stop term. saying friends to everybody. Because I ain't, ain't everybody friends. I feel like people put friends in my life. <laughs> I'm like, who? I'm like, that ain't my friend. Exactly. <laughs> but it's not like a negative thing. It's exactly. Just like, I, just I don't, don't even know, know them. Like exactly. know yeah. Why you calling them my friend? I don't I even know. I just know your nickname, not the real name. <laughs> I just know that you go you go to church with me. I, I don't really know you outside and it's of that. A, you know, and it's okay to be brothers and sisters yes. and not be that. You yes. know? It's okay. Yes. Because let me tell you, I love everybody who goes to my church. Yes. You know? Yep. And I will yeah. pray for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. But there is like, you know, there is that small few that I would be like, Telling my life and getting poured into from, yeah. you know, it's just it is what it is, and it's not a bad thing. Yep, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey man, hey. you got anything to share, Steve? I know this like whole side like, <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you know, yeah, I, mean, I just sprinkle in my, you know, yeah, my yeah, yeah, song yeah. of yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. But I feel like we're going to wrap this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going on the one hour and 55 minutes and some seconds, Mark. Okay. Yeah. So we finally did not break 
two plus hours. Yeah, we finally came under two hours, Yay. man. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So most of the time, we give super cuts out upside your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we like to thank uh, Karina Marie yes. for stopping by, you know what I mean? Yes. Provided some great conversation and some good insight on mental Absolutely. health and what real friends look like. Yes. We're going to call this episode Glam Squad 210. What about your friends? What about oh, your friends? Hey. Hey. That genuinely blew my mind. Come on. I told you. I Come had it on, on my mind when we was talking. I was like, what about your friends? friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you know what Have y'all heard the uh, the Carter's friend song? That Whoa. one's real. Yeah. That oh, one is yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. My friend's real friends. Mm-hmm. That's it. Your friends. Better than your friends. Oh, yeah. That's the new new. Yeah, that's the new new right there. One more thing. Um. I know you didn't get to show off a onesie today, mm-hmm. but I've noticed your screensaver. Yes. If you can hold it up to the camera, I'm going to position the camera. Hold on. Let me go. Um, I'm going to go to my gallery since it's my screensaver. I have the picture. Okay. I got yeah. the picture. We got to abs- uh, yeah, yeah. promote this onesie. Yes. Not onesie as leotard, but onesie <laughs> for your whole head. W O N S I I? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We will post the link but in the comments. All right. All right. We're going to pass it to the camera. Let's see. I'm going to see it. Uh, as it is. Oh, dang it. It's too bright. You're going to have to hold it back then. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm about to say some of that, that light exposure. Oh. Can you do it? Nah. That's an iPhone, too, ain't it? No, yeah. this is a Samsung. Hey, of course it is. You know why? Because we high resolution phones. Right. Well, we will post links. Yeah, we'll post I'll links. just have to come back and wear one. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay, oh, part two. Coming back. Part yes. two. Yes. We got a we got a repeat guest. Yeah. 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 It was cool though, man. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Good conversation, man. I know man. it was great having another woman, you know, yeah. in here. Yeah, been trying another to get another woman on here. <laughs> we are pH yes. balanced today. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Strong Praise enough God. for men, but made for a woman. Exactly. <laughs> Secret. I don't know the other Wait, what? What this is lost on you. Yeah, right. it, it, was a, it, it was a it was a deodorant. That was a horrible. I know, but I know. it's just the fact that he kind of slid that. Oh, so it wasn't lost on you. You were just face Yeah, palm. Just you know, yeah, I mean, dare you. Shaking my Back head. Back in the day, there was the secret commercial for you know underarm deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better don't slip in the pH balance. <laughs> 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 That's what made me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, yes. Yeah, uh, check us out on uh, Facebook Live, of course. You know what I'm saying? We got Anchor. We got um, Pocket Cast, Rocket Cast, Overcast, mm-hmm. um, Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts. We got Google Podcasts mm-hmm. and Radio Public. Radio Public. Uh, check us out. Rate us. You know what I mean? Share us. Yeah. yeah share Favorite us. Subscribe to us. Do it. But we do interact in Overcast, man. Because I'm a member Overcast. I've been checking us out. Like we got a few you okay. know, subscribers on there. So subscribers that be listening to us. Yes. Yeah. Share us around. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Share this feed. Exactly. Share, share the, the feed. Share with your friends and family. And we gonna try to set up the Instagram live feed one more time. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Since yeah. we got an Instagram page, it is conversate less talk. Yes. All one, one word, C O N V R S H. Let's talk. Let's talk. You know what I'm saying? So check us out on that. I got to do better on my social media thing. Most time, I just be posting myself with my hair. You know what I mean? 
They let him sell. Yeah, I'm saying. So, hey, Mel, are you gonna be posting on this since you got the password and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm gonna post snippets of the uh, show so it can entice yes, people right. to actually you know click what I mean? the link. Cause and I don't even listen. know how to do none of the stuff Melo know how to do. <laughs> I just know sound stuff, and I I, I did uh, some people out a new soundboard that'll help modulate all this power. Come on now, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna, okay. I'm like, but I'm gonna need Julius, Julius, we'll to help you. me with that. And mm-hmm. I will. I'm coming after you. So if you don't even see it, I'm coming after you. So. I'm gonna need your help. Might even get a mic for this uh, setup here, so that uh, the sound on the feed will be more focused. Yeah, Yeah. because I was looking on Amazon some mics for that for your phone and stuff like that. Actually, so I was just like, oh man, I don't know if you hip to that. But and I have a dongle too, so you can do the jack. Hey man. Our minds be melded, man. You know what a saying? beautiful pot a, a of pot. wonder, wonderfulness. Of wonderfulness. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Once again, we're housekeeping on the air. Exactly. <laughs> actually, on the podcast. Exactly. Let me oh, get out yeah. of here. <laughs> I forgot we was actually still recording. All right, uh, yes. I, we had kind of just said, "Wait, I'm sorry, guys." You know what I mean? It is what it is. Two hours. Y'all yeah. know we who it is. We did. We just broke two. We, yes. We coming up on one fifty nine and fifty five seconds. Okay, let's go. All right, all right, all right. This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this is your girl, Melody. With special guests, Karina Marie. And this is Conversate. We talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Hasta mañana.